Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Don't have time to work out? Well, that's where our free 10-minute classes come into your life. You can go ahead and sign up over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days and we'll send you five days of 10-minute classes, yoga, Pilates, all of the goodness to make you feel absolutely amazing. Emma, are you excited? Oh, yes. These are my favorite classes. Bring it on. We'll see you super soon on the mat over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days. Welcome back to the Get Married Podcast. It is episode 305 and we are so excited to be joining you wherever you are, whatever time it is and whatever you're doing. Hmm. Yeah, where are you? And what are you doing? Send us a message and tell us, where are you listening from? We are here on the Gold Coast, Australia, currently in our studio, which is not our studio, it is Emma's boyfriend's studio that we borrow once a week, but it's great. And he makes our meditations in here too, and I am so excited for the next meditation. Well, happen. it's happening. He's making it right now. <laughs> Excellent. I was like, come on, where is it? Like, it's already September. We need our new theme. <laughs> the theme is Blossom. Uh, and you know, like I kind of, I'm like, do you want me to help you? Like, do you want to like, I can like get involved with the creative and he's like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> and then, you know, it all comes together. Yeah. It's, it's really fun actually. Yeah. It's a fun process. I'm yeah. really excited to share with all of our members, the blossom meditation. I know everyone is really excited about this theme, so it's going to be amazing. I mean, I guess this theme does connect extremely Mm. well with today's topic and it's this idea of not being good enough yeah and I know this is a theme we talk about often in different ways but it really is this extremely common feeling that most humans experience often I would say in all various types and areas of their lives uh, example would be fear of not being good enough at work or starting a business in your career, uh, fear of not being being good enough in a relationship, fear of rejection, same thing really. Uh, what else, Coles? Um, I guess just like fear of being good enough at anything regarding like starting something new. So yeah. say, for example, like you want to play an instrument or you want to yeah. learn a language or you want to learn how to paint or you want to go to a new kind of class and you just suddenly get this overwhelming fear of, well, I'm not good enough for that. I'm not ever going to be good enough at it, even though you haven't even started. Yeah, and maybe you have started. Maybe it's like you're well into your studies or you're five years into your business, but you still have this feeling Mm -hmm. that keeps popping up. And then you kind of – it's like that imposter syndrome. It's like that I'm – why – 
like, why me? Why can I think, why do I think I can do this? And then you're stuck with fear and anxiety and it, it comes and goes. And I guess like really what we want to talk about is how to move through that feeling in a fast and efficient way that doesn't stop us from taking the next step. Because so often you can, well, so often you can feel that feeling and it stops you and it changes the whole direction of your life. And I mean, this is what it all is about, that our thoughts create our actions, our feelings create our actions. So when we're constantly feeling like we're not good enough, of course, that will lead to impacting your actions in your life and your whole life direction. Mm. Yeah. So this episode is about acknowledging that that feeling of not being good enough is pretty common, mm. but how can we stop that feeling from being like a complete roadblock? Yes. So, yes, the feeling happens and maybe, maybe we're never, ever going to get rid of that feeling. Mm. Maybe that feeling will just pop up all the time. Maybe that feeling helps us. Maybe. But how can we make sure that it doesn't completely stop us in our tracks? Because mm. as Emma said, it can completely change our lives and perhaps not in the way we want it to change yeah. our lives. Ooh. <laughs> and I think, um, you know, maybe you can really relate and you're like, yeah, this is like every aspect of my life. I feel like I'm not good enough. And you're kind of like stuck inside maybe, you know, that feeling of like you are golden inside and you're waiting for that golden you to, to come out into the real world. And we talk about that often, that analogy often. We've got like the the armor covering, the concrete, the mud, the the dirt is covering this golden you inside of you. But really the only person who can allow that version of you to come to the surface is yourself. And it's your mindset, really. It all begins with our mindsets and our self-belief and our level of self-worth. And I mean, you know, like this is why you go to therapy, I guess. You go to the therapist, you go to the psychologist and they help you unpack like why do you have this deep-seated feeling and like recommend go do that. Go see an expert and work through your stuff. Or if you are in a place where you can, you feel confident to work on it yourself, self-reflection is great, but it's also simply being present, I think. And allowing that feeling to move and coming up with, I guess, like a toolkit of what helps move the feeling, like mm. actions that you can take now that help move that feeling that really it's not your truth. That feeling of not being good enough is not your truth. Yeah, that's so interesting. I was actually at a like a yoga teacher training on the weekend and one of the other teachers was um, specialised in yoga for trauma. Oh. So she was talking about how the feelings of like the past and blah, blah, blah is a really big part of what she teaches. Mm. But the person where we're, who we're learning from, who is Katona Yoga Abby Galvin, she's a New York based teacher, she is very much uh, not about that with your practice. Mm. So it's, a, it's all about your form and your technique and exactly where you place your body. And this is where you place your body. 
no, you, like if that feels like you want to go toward that and it's e- an easier shape, no. Wow. This is the way you fit. This is the way you fold. And she said like through the form and the technique, that allows the feelings to change. So Whoa. she says that she gets people to the same place as like a trauma yoga teacher would. Uh-huh. She just goes about it in a different way. And so yoga is like one of the most amazing ways to change the way you feel. Oh my, it changes you instantly. And that that is why it's such a transformative practice mm-hmm. because it changes your thoughts instantly. Yeah. It changes your feelings instantly which then changes your life. Like this is the thing. It's not like this crazy magical. It's not like, you know, those stupid ab machines that you saw on infomercials. This is going to transform your body in eight weeks. You know what I'm talking about. If you grew up in the 90s, you knew, you know. I totally wanted one of those. Every time I saw it, I was like, wow. Yeah, like the ones that go sideways, sideways. And like the one that where it was like a long. Oh, crunch forward? No, it was like a seat and the. The leg thing oh, was yeah. low and you locked your feet in it and then you lifted your feet up and you swung backwards. I think it was like... That sounds dangerous. The ab doer or the ab swinger. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was dangerous. I'm pretty sure one of my, like my first boyfriend, his mum had one. Oh my. And I went on it once and I pretty much just <laughs> fell off. Like it, I just felt it like did a massive backwards somersault off it. Completely not a safe way to move. Yeah, and see, that's not going to transform you because, like, you just hate that movement because you're, like, doing the same thing over and over and, like, all you're thinking about is making you get abs when then you don't get the abs and you're like, well, this is a waste of my money. I'm going to go eat McDonald's or something. Honestly, those <laughs> machines do not work. They're stupid. I can't believe that they even allowed them to be in infomercials. I'm pretty sure they're probably still on infomercials. <laughs> they're still around, I'm sure. I hate them. Don't watch them. Don't listen to them. It's fake. It's not real. The person who is the model has been working out for years, maybe months, and probably eating 1,200 calories a day. Yeah. Okay. That's how they got the abs, okay? Yeah. It's not sustainable. <laughs> it won't It won't work. And it doesn't even make you happier anyway. It doesn't change the way you feel. You it, probably will still feel not good enough. You might, you might even feel worse because you're just hungry. <laughs> like you'll need you're, to eat something. Eat angry. some carbs. Eat, eat some carbs. <laughs> okay, we've gone off track. Let's come back to yoga. Because <laughs> yoga is an amazing practice to change the state of your mind. And this is what we're talking about. Not feeling good enough is a thought. It's a it's a consistent thought. And you're thinking it again and again and again. And like any thought, what happens is a thought is then transferred into a feeling. And so you're thinking, I suck. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be able to succeed. I don't have enough money. Oh, I want to make this, but I could never make that happen. I need to do this. No, it's too much work. I've got this long list. I don't know what to do. And anyway, these thoughts that are going around and around in your head, telling you that you're not good enough, then get transferred into your heart, which now become this feeling, this feeling of overwhelm, this feeling of like almost a self-disgust because there's no self-worth there. What mm. is the feeling that you feel when you're not good? When it's not, can you describe the feeling of not feeling good enough? It's a blah. It's a yeah, dull. It's very it's dull. flat. It's very flat. And it's also like for me, like I'm just trying to think because I've felt this so often in my life. I really have. And it's a very, it's a fear mm. because it's like in your head, in your mind, you've already like played the move. 
and you've already felt the rejection. So it's like, you know, you've put yourself out there, you've envisioned it, you've like gone ahead and I don't know, whatever you're trying to do, you've done it in your head and then you see that person laugh at you or you imagine that person saying no if you when you want to ask someone out you've already imagined the rejection why would they say yes to you you're a loser like that's the kind of thing that you talk about in your mind so it's also sadness i think sadness fear uh very constricted very like small it's like you make yourself smaller uh not expansive, same thing. <laughs> this is really interesting. And I I completely agree. And I really uh, had like a bit of an aha moment when you said you've you already are playing out the outcome yeah. in your mind and therefore you're feeling that rejection. So it's yeah. like, so you felt you're not <laughs> good enough. You've played out this this thing that you want to do, but now you've seen this awful uh, what if moment happened in your mind? Your mind doesn't know the difference between real life and what you're telling yourself, and therefore it's transferred into a feeling. And this feeling is sadness, dullness, uh, frustration, whatever it might be for you. But that is so interesting because can we then flip that? And when we don't feel good enough, and we start to have these ideas where we're playing out things in our mind of what we're going to go and do, for example, ask the person out on a date or email someone in business to collaborate and you've you've already seen it as no, can we instead, to help this situation, see it as a yes? Yeah, I think, and that's, I guess, being more positive. That, that's like creating positive feeling uh, linked to that idea. What if we can just be neutral as well? What if we like don't even think about the outcome? What if we just say, hey, I'm going to do this and see what un- unfolds? Like a curiosity. Yeah, like see what happens and know that any action leads to something else, right? Like an, a- an action creates a reaction. Okay, I might be rejected, but hey, is that even a bad thing? Like I think it's like putting everything on its head. It's seeing it in a whole brand new perception because I love the positivity thing and I believe in that so much. But I also think then like once, okay, we do it, then we get rejected, then what do we do? Yeah, true. So it's like, all right, let's like not link that rejection as even this, like the one, like a rejection does not say you're doomed a rejection from someone for a date doesn't say you're unlovable. It just says they're not right. It's actually a good thing. It's saying, hey, like, don't waste your energy and time on this person. Pivot, pivot. Yeah, pivot, pivot, pivot. pivot. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Um, oh, and, and same with business. It's like it's exactly the same thing. It's just it's steering us. It's correcting our course. It's The rejection is redirection. Yeah. And I really like this. I mean, we have had – a big, you know, every no is just preparing us for a bigger and brighter yes. And that's true, right? Yeah. And, it might and, not be and tomorrow. In, and in every case where we've had no's, we've had so many no's. Oh, my gosh, so, so many. many. So many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor us. <laughs> but if we look back on those moments, it'll make sense as yeah. to why they said no to us, why we said no to them. You know, it's not – it works both ways. Exactly. 
Also think about the times when you've said no to people. Yeah. And like where you've done the rejecting. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And that's why I really like this idea of when you have something you want to do, example, ask on a date, do something in your business, start playing an instrument, start learning a language, move to a new city. Rather than thinking of the end result and the destination, can we just be curious about it? Yeah. I wonder what might happen. And I think um, you know, it all comes together, doesn't it? It's being less attached to that result. Like, hey, hang on a minute. Okay, so like if you're starting a business or you're changing careers, what even is successful? Like you have this idea of what success is. And sometimes you create the idea and then you think, oh, why me? How could I do that? Look at them doing that. They're so amazing. They're so far ahead. I've only just started studying. They're 10 years in the business. Can I, well, I can't do that. And it's like, wait a minute, like your success is different to their success. You don't even know what your success is. Like you don't know because you're at step one. Take the first step, then take the second, and then maybe by the 50th you might have a better idea of what you want to even achieve. Okay, good example. What about the people who've been in it for 10 years? Ooh. And then there's still someone else doing something better than you at the same level. They've been doing it for 10 years too. Yeah, true. Oh, well, someone who's doing it for one year might be more successful. That's the truth. That is the truth. Yes. So this is where comparison is your worst enemy. It stinks. Yeah. It it literally sucks every ounce of joy out of your life. Why do we do that when we know that it doesn't make us feel good? I think this is where, again, it's a natural human trait. I think it just happens. And if we are not aware of it, As soon as we have awareness, as soon as we all realise, hey, comparison is stupid, Mm. then you you check in. Like when I compare myself, which I do, of course I do, I'm human. But then I know, hang on a minute, like that's such a waste of my time and energy. It does not bring anything good to my life unless I say, oh, cool, that was a great idea. I might do that, but spin it a little bit. Inspiration. Inspiration. And I think Marie Folio talks about that often. Don't compare and let it get you down. Compare and let it inspire you. Let it lift you up. And also, like, I think, I feel like, you know, Carla, you and I are lucky, especially in the work we do. It's very, it's us. Like, it's very individual. It's me and you. We named it the Bloody Mary Maker Sisters. (laughs) What, who, why, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I feel we're very sure of ourselves and our business. Not in, like, the actual what we do because that's changed. That's evolved and and it will continue to evolve, I'm sure, no doubt. But we've been sure about that, that kind of Mary Maker, me and you working together. Yeah, I I think think it would be very different. If it wasn't, if I didn't have you. And yeah, I think me that, too. I couldn't do it. Yeah, and I think that we acknowledge our privilege and our luck in yeah. that we decided to do it together because it is. It's a sister privilege. Yeah. It's it's like sisters, a, a duo privilege. Yeah, sisters, if you have a sister, you know, and if you're close to your sister, I should also, like, add that. If you have a close relationship with your sister, that is, like, 
magic. Yes. You totally do a podcast episode. Yeah, about but you should also go sister. into business with your sister. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what, you if know you're what? friends. Okay, this is, I just had a good business idea for us in oh. the future. Oh, oh, helping ooh. sisters build businesses. <laughs> We only have sisters. So only apply if you're a sister. <laughs> Look, we should accept brothers, sisters too. Siblings. Like, siblings, yeah, okay. Maybe cousins. Nah. Nah. Cousins aren't sister. What about <laughs> like blood sisters? Like, you know, what soul sisters? No, it's siblings. only sisters. <laughs> anyway. Oh. So we, it is different because I am trying to put myself in someone else's shoes yeah. right now. And in any kind of industry, whether it is like especially, gosh, our industry, which unfortunately is the fitness industry, uh, <laughs> to pull myself out of that industry. We're more than fitness. We are. And in the training, I learned this as well. Yoga isn't really a fitness. What is it? Like it is. But you definitely work out but, bodies. It's so much more. Yeah, I know. It's a wisdom. Well, there's a whole ancient philosophy connected to yeah. it. Like you don't see ancient philosophy connected to uh, boot camp. Yeah, but um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe it's like a link back to the like ancient when Roman like, and boulders. No, that's there's no philosophy there. The philosophy is work your body, yeah. get fit, and most is like lose weight. Yeah, and you suck because you're fat. Yeah. That's their philosophy. Yeah, true. That's and a that, terrible philosophy. That philosophy is terrible. We hate it. Actually, really, it's not a philosophy because philosophy is – like the oh, word yeah. philosophy is – it's anti-philosophy, that is. Yes. Because philosophy is to help you do life better and understand yourself more and how you interact with the world. So yoga, it's like a chemistry mm. and it, it is designed – to help our organs function better. Fitness is designed to change your physicality. The external. The external. Literally the most outer layer of you. So, like, how materialistic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yoga is so much more than that. It's all. It's, it's deeper. It's deep. It goes, goes way, 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 way deep. Yoga is sitting and breathing. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's completely how different. Cool. How cool is that? Yoga is amazing and it is a great tool to help you let go of self-doubt. Like, I know we talk about it. It could be the ultimate tool. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Sometimes we overcomplicate with having like all these million tools and, yeah, you can do a million different things. Or you could just focus on being more present Mm. and whatever the way to get you more present is, do that. Mm -hmm. For me, yeah, yoga. Oh, my gosh. Like, we did yoga this morning and I tell you, how good do you feel? So Good. So good. Oh, and like meditation, breathing, and sitting. S- and so the fact when you just said that, so you feel not good enough and now you feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> There's no space to feel not good enough. After a practice like that, that is so far from my mind. Even when I went to child's pose several times because I was like, nah, I can't do that pose. I didn't feel not good enough. I felt... uh respectful to my body because empowered, empowered because i decided i needed to do child's pose i have a bung shoulder <laughs> i don't want to bung it anymore so i went to that child's pose and i felt great that's so good i know so i i mean if you've never done yoga before and you are feeling these feelings of not being good enough i highly recommend that you just give it a try mm. 
and just be curious about it. Don't be worried if you're going to be good at it. My. You don't need to be good at it. You just need to be in it. <sighs> this feeling of not being good enough really does hold us back and it it stops you from sharing your magic. Like you restrict it, you withhold it from the world, you withhold it from your friends, your family. So what what is it that is not being allowed to flow out? Like what are these self-doubting thoughts holding back? Um, like it's sad kind of thing, isn't All it? Of your it's, potential. it's really sad, I think. And like I'm sad for past myself, past me, because I did that so often. And I'm glad that I'm at a point where I have way more awareness of when I am feeling that. And when I can be like, oh, that's not true. And so often it is really a, f- a fear of what other people will think. Mm, fear of rejection. And it is like we've already decided how they're going to judge us, how they're going to see this. So it's this perception that we've made up of what other people are going to have of us. Mm. And the thing that we've made up is too much to handle. And so, therefore, we just don't even do it. We don't try because that's too much to handle. If Imagine if that happened. That would be the worst thing ever. And that's the kind of thought that we have. How interesting. Okay, so I've gone on another little tangent in my mind. Share the tangent. Okay. It's really important who you spend time with and who you hang out with. True. Online, real life, what you're paying attention to. For me, if I follow accounts who are filled with, like, you know, perfect people, perfect inverted commas, because we only see one side of them, you know, like the beautiful people, the people who have the perfect bodies with the perfect clothes, their hair is perfect. The perfect clean home. Perfect clean home. So clean. And they look so happy. They have a really handsome husband with like these two adorable children, and boy and girl. And a cute dog. Oh my gosh. And very well behaved. Yeah, he doesn't bite any shoes or, or ruin any jumpers. Chino is not like that. Chino is a bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm going to follow those people, and you know what? Like, nothing against them. They're all amazing people, I'm sure. But their accounts and their social medias make me feel like crap. They do. And if I'm going to have that while I scroll, like because we all do, mm-hmm. that is going to make me feel less than. Because you don't have that. Because I see that and for some reason I think I want that, I think I need that, I think that should be my goal when in fact like it's not. Like I know that's not going to make me happy. But when I'm not in full awareness, if I'm allowing myself to follow these people and see what they live like, I'm going to want that. True. And then I'm going to think, well, I could never be like that because that's true too because I definitely can't spend that much time getting ready. I just cannot. You're like, I actually know I can't be like that. Like I know it's it's not possible <laughs> because I'm like, oh, five minutes, yep, that's great. Like honestly. And I'm, I'm like, yep, wear the same dress to every single party for the summer, yep. <laughs> I'm not going shopping. I hate shopping. You know, it's so funny. You're like, yeah, like I want to be like that. No, I hate everything about being like that. I hate shopping. I hate being up with the fashions. I hate it because 
I don't enjoy it. (laughs) I feel like it's a waste of money and I also feel like I have too much clothes and then I get overwhelmed and then I feel bad for the environment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to actually be like that. But for some reason, my mind has tricked me because I keep following people like that. This is not real life, by the way. I don't do this. Uh, But I'm just saying if I did, I would feel like this. And then I all of a sudden I keep feeling shit about my life and myself and I'm I suck. So unfollow people who yeah who make you feel like this. And, and check in who your friends are too. Yeah, big one. Check in. Like who are you hanging out with? It's like high school. Like you remember when you're in high school and you want to be in the popular group? I don't know if you did. Like I didn't really, but like I know people do. I did. Yeah, and you want to be them. I you- even was in it for a moment. <laughs> and then they were like, who are you? Get out. <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> I was the Thank one, God you left. Thank God. I was like trying to be in the popular group wearing the school uniform that was not mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that long skirt. Did you wear that? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh my. Were you the only one wearing that? One of the only ones. Oh my little Poor sister. Poor little Carla. Why did we get that I for you? I didn't know. Because you I wanted it. I wanted the long woolen skirt. That was itchy. Guys, I cannot handle this right now. Okay. That wasn't, I'm just saying. That wasn't mandatory. Can, yeah, I, can, we, can we underline that? The school uniform was not mandatory. Yeah, so everyone else was wearing, like, jeans jeans and, like, little tops, like, midriff tops. Pretty sure you could wear anything. We went to Chisholm High. If you are from Canberra... You know. You know. If you know. You know. know. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm actually crying with laughter because this is so funny. It's so Carla. It's so Carla. (laughs) Just Carla was always marching to her own beat like she was the best everyone should be like Carla and and you realize you're like these are not my people right oh yeah I realized quite quickly and I just like yeah took a lap in the school and I'm like there's my people (laughs) the misfits in the corner absolutely oh my and that you felt acceptance Mm -hmm. you had more fun more joy you felt like you could be yourself yeah so this is the thing when we are trying to be someone else when we're we're measuring up to something that isn't our truth as well it's not aligned you're gonna feel like crap and I mean like I definitely had that too at school I remember that too and it just wasn't I couldn't be myself I didn't feel acceptance therefore I felt like I wasn't good enough Mm -hmm. I felt judged and probably I was just self-judging because I wasn't like them and I mean that we could unpack this more and be like, well, what's it's still some issues there, obviously. But also you can find your people, uh, find where you feel the warmth, the love, the comfort. I, I started listening to that podcast on Tim Ferriss, the doctor, Susan, what's her face? And it was about how we need human support to get us through stuff. Like it's a necessity. It's not like just this like I don't know you know fun thing to have a friend or a partner like actually we need connection so true but not connection with the wrong people I mean yeah yeah we want connection with the right people (laughs) yeah exactly so fascinating humaning Mm. have we talked about enough (laughs) like am I good enough is this podcast good enough (laughs) I'm sure it's good enough (laughs) 
I feel like, you know, we've talked enough to allow anyone to, like, have a moment of self-reflection. An awareness. Yeah, and think about, hey, like, when when do I feel that sense of I'm not good enough or that deep fear of rejection? Uh, when is that coming up? And what can you do to welcome more awareness of it and not let it stop you in your tracks or not let the anxiety and the self-doubt take over your life and ruin your day, your month, your year, your life? Mm-hmm. Because the truth is that each and every one of us are the same but also very uniquely special and different. Like no one is more above or less than. We're all the same but we all have some magic to share and it's up to us as individuals. Like it's our responsibility to go within, to self-reflect and figure out what that magic is. And, you know, that magic could be literally you are the best person to have cups of tea with and feel good like you know you help others feel good that could be your special thing like it's not like this doesn't have to be grand it doesn't have to be this life-changing I'm gonna help a million people do this it doesn't have to be humongous it could be small but it's you being you you connecting to your dreams and desires for your life this one life Mm. yeah so let's not waste another moment of it not feeling good enough and Mm. feeling less than hmm most importantly, when we feel that, because we will feel it, because mm. it's very normal and very common, we don't let it stop us from doing the things we actually want to do. Yes. And that's the key. We feel it, it's there, but we don't allow the roadblock to happen. Mm. And that takes grit. Yeah. And that takes some pushing through. It does. Yeah, it does. And... And some real practice of, I'm not going to listen to that. That's not true. It's it's the, the what we always talk about, remind me of her name. Is this thought true? Oh, Byron Katie. Is this really true? Yeah. How would I act if it wasn't true? Do you know what we didn't talk about? I lo- and this is the same thing. Because sometimes, say it is a business thing or a work Mm. thing, and you ask yourself, I'm not good enough. So you're thinking, I'm not good enough. Then you ask yourself, is this true? Maybe it is true. This this can be a truth. Maybe you didn't do your best. Maybe you didn't put enough work in. And it's really good. Like, in the end, it's just really good to be honest with yourself. And, I mean, there's there's a fine line because if you're someone who constantly thinks you're not good enough, whatever amount of work you do, like, yeah, don't listen to us right now. <laughs> this is not for you. But if you're someone who maybe like this is more like something I might do, it's like I might not put all my energy and effort into a uni assignment. <laughs> so me. That's so me. Uh, and, you know, if I get the marks that I didn't want, I probably would have the awareness of like, yeah, I didn't try my hardest. Yeah, I think this is a really important thing to talk about. Yeah. Because, again... And we did. We talked about this mm. in the episode. Are you self sabotaging your goals? Oh yeah, that's a great episode. Mm. Whatever number that is, Let's we'll link, link to that. Link to that episode. Thank you, Rose. Uh, and we talked about how sometimes you yourself 
stop yourself from putting in the extra effort because you're like you're self-sabotaging yourself because you already think you're not going to be good enough yeah and so therefore you don't do what you think is good enough because you know you're already not going to be good enough it's it's a bloody vicious circle cycle circle and i know that we've done this before yeah in our business yeah we have i know that like you know we might have decided we don't do it anymore because we've learned but i know that we have said oh let's do this webinar and then we'll set it all up and we'll get really excited about it and then we don't promote it Mm. we promote it once or twice that's enough oh we didn't get the numbers that we thought just stop promoting it yeah we have done that haven't we sometimes we've even cancelled it because mm. we didn't get oh we didn't get enough mm. yeah so interesting <laughs> but now i always think about this whenever we are doing anything new in our business wanting to bring it in i'm consciously okay have we done everything we can yeah and the answer is yes and that makes me feel good, even when I don't get the result that I wanted. Yeah, that's so Because I'm true. like, you know what? We tried our best. We actually put in so much effort. Yeah. We even tried this new paid-for ads that we thought might work. Okay, it didn't get what I thought. Yeah. But that's okay. This is just a redirection. That rejection is a redirection. Yeah. And I think that is a really, really important thing to check in with. And so this is nothing to do with a relationship. This is not a lesson for anything like that. Mm. This is purely a lesson for when it's something work-related or something that you have to physically do. For example, learn an instrument. Mm. And then you show up to your lesson next week and your teacher asks you, did you practice? And you say, no. And you can't for the life of you figure out why you can't get the song. That's because you didn't practice. You didn't put any time and effort and energy in there. Be honest with yourself. Mm. Oh, this is why. What if I practice? What if I put a little bit more time and energy there? Then you will see a result. Absolutely, you will. Well, what you focus Repetition on grows. Yes. Is the creation of yeah. technique and success. Yeah. Again and again and again. Do it again. Do mm-hmm. it again. <laughs> Such a good one. I'm glad we didn't forget about it. Yes. Oh, well, this was a fun episode. (laughs) I really enjoy this topic. And if you got any aha moments, if you got any amazing takeaways, or maybe you, I don't know, have this big realization that you want to do something and your self-doubt has been holding you back this whole time, tell us about it because sometimes that helps too. Mm, Tell your self-doubt. Yeah. Don't hold me back no more. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be back in your ears next week with a brand new episode and a brand new topic. Bye-bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards 
Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.